Welcome to CII Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this India at 75 fireside chat. I have a dream shaping the India of 100 through art and culture with none other than Kiran Nadar. She's the chairperson of the Kiran Nadar Museum of Art, trustee of the Shiv Nadar Foundation. And I think has profoundly shaped and inspired, I think, the Indian art world definitely. But I think the impact of this is is one that is going to be significant globally too over the years to come. Uh, I think uh, the ability for using global renowned museums and bringing them and integrating them with Indian art in different shapes and forms is something that we really hope uh, a collaboration like that can, can emerge as we look at the future. But this is something that Kiran has already uh, been able to achieve, uh, I think. You know, art and institution building and philanthropy is something that I think you're very passionate about, Kiran, and it comes naturally to you. And, you know, you have really through the Another Foundation also seen how over $900 million has got deployed to create institutions of transforming, you know, education, nurturing India's next generation of leaders, amongst many other causes that I believe are so relevant, especially as we, you know, look at the future of India, especially India over the next, you know, 25 years. Uh, you know, Kiran has also been honored and consistently recognized for a contribution. Uh, I think the Knight of the Legion of Honor, the highest French civilian award, you know, comes also as a outstanding uh, contribution to art and a commitment to providing greater access to culture both nationally, internationally. And I think there are many other awards and I can keep talking about Kiran and take up the next 45 minutes. But I think uh, we are here to, to have a conversation around how do we really see uh, India shape itself up over the next 25 years? Uh, we've celebrated 75 years of independence, thousands of years of culture uh, as a country, which we tend to forget many a times. But uh, important as we look at ourselves where we are today, how will the next you know, 25 years really shape up? And I think that cannot be achieved or realized without having uh, a passion, an aspiration, a dream. Uh, so Kiran, let me begin uh, by asking you, you know, uh, when you wake up in the morning, in, 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 you know, one of the mornings here and you had, a, you had woken up after you had dreamt about what India would look like in 2047, how would you describe that dream? What, what would you like to see uh, India be uh, in the next 25 years? Ajahn, my dream for India is on many, many various levels. But I'm going to here talk about art and culture more specifically rather than the other realms, which although I'm involved with, um, there are a lot of other people who will will contribute on those as well. Uh, let's start with art and culture. I think the heritage of India over uh, pre-independence and after independence, we have such a rich heritage. I mean, if we look at um, both in terms of um, the culture aspect, the art aspect, in every way, we have a great, great uh, heritage to carry forward. I think, unfortunately, we haven't really delivered on the promises of the past uh, in the way we should have. There are many miles 
today that we have to achieve to uh, to magnify this dream that i feel is so important we education and art are kind of hand in hand i think what we achieve in education has a big role to play with the art and culture aspect so if we can merge both those aspects i think there will be a great step forward so i just feel we should make a, a, a much larger effort to make the soft power of india more important than it has been in the years so what we can deliver i think is the dream that i have no no i think and i think people like you have you know demonstrated that right over all these years uh, you know so so give me a little insight kiran how how did you get so passionate about you know art and culture like what were the triggers what made it you know so close to your heart right uh, and it, it's it's interesting because like what you said if education can change that in the minds of millions of indians right it it it, it is a very powerful thought that you just shared so How did it happen to you? Well, I, uh, it, it's a bit of a. Uh, I really don't know if I can give a complete answer to that. Uh, I had an interest in art, but it started with a wanting to build art for myself and uh, for my home, and thereby getting delving into this. But soon it widened to. decide that the indian um space needed private individuals to contribute to art because it isn't just the role of the government the government has many many other issues that they have to deal with so if the private sector can do their bit to help promoting art and culture then i thought it could be something that i would uh take up in some way i never imagined it was going to grow at the pace that, that it has and how it's going to become all important but uh we started about 13 years ago and this 13 years has been a period of great discovery for me as well i don't know if i knew exactly where i was going when i started but today I am very very committed to doing things and making art and culture uh uh in the next 25 years a very important aspect in the growth of India Indian soccer and economy. No I think I think that's uh you know it if it, it always starts somewhere and for you it started as you mentioned as a collector and of course I know you were awarded collector of the year in 2018 by india today awards and of course also one of the you know awards is for the public art of the year and many other things around your collection so definitely would be good to to understand your collection of art and you know what that is you know and 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 see what does that art truly represent right because with the number of different pieces you know that you have but you know coming to really how do we build this culture right what you rightly mentioned that if we want to have more and more people involved you know around promoting so let's let's first start with you know the promotion and then really talk more about 
what people need to do. Uh, you know, what have you done, right? Because, you know, I think there is a lot of uh, uh, power in the private sector, uh, philanthropy, uh, many, many other pieces that are, you know, moving in the Indian ecosystem that can enable and strengthen this, right? So, what do you feel uh, one can do to promote art and culture, right? Maybe some of the examples that you've done well, and what can others and larger corporates and others do uh, to, you know, to enhance that? Okay, so as far as we are concerned, we have done quite a lot with regard to um, education, our school education, getting kids into the museum, uh, to widen the, the sort of scope of people who can visit and therefore saying that if parents don't bring kids, maybe the kids will bring their parents and therefore we will get a larger number of people who will contribute to Indian art and culture. The next is of course, uh, we have two spaces uh, which are already there. One is in Saket, one is in Noida. But we are in the process of build building a standalone museum. Uh, which is going to be a very large project, which is a very large project, which is going to be ready in about uh, two and a half to three years. And there we are promoting not just art, we are promoting art and culture. So we are looking at linking the two aspects, uh, which we feel that one will sort of feed on the other. So if, if we're doing a museum, then if you have cultural centre, people who are interested in the cultural centre will then eventually visit the museum and vice versa. So this is the uh, aspect that I'm very keen on promoting so that uh, both these can become important. And of course, looking at our heritage, we can uh, put that into public, into the public mind, get people much more interested. And I do find that over the last uh, 12, 13 years, interests have widened, but not to the extent that I would have liked. So I'm hoping that as the next 25 years, which are so important to us, reaching 100, uh, this interest in people's mind in art and in culture is going to become much more important. Mm -hmm. No, I think, I think, you know, putting up these you know, uh, museums and actually what you said, this two and a half, three year project to establish something that will be very significant. You know, are, do we need more of these efforts? Do we need more collaboration to make these efforts larger than what they are? How, how do you see, how can other private, you know, industry sectors, you know, uh, others who are part, who believe in the promotion of arts and culture, can they partner with you? Is there a way to, or do you think we need more industry houses to be doing a lot more? How, how do you see this, you know, becoming more scale than just a pocket of excellence, right? With India, you know, Kiran, as you always say, we have great things which happen in pockets of excellence, but to really drive it that, you know, the, the spread and the, the, the larger base, how, how do we make that happen? Okay, so when I started um, the museum, I thought it would be an example as a lot more people within uh, uh, the private sector would come in. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. Maybe for a couple of reasons. It's not, 
it's an ex- it's an expensive endeavor it's not easy to set up a museum at private cost it is it's it's a difficult uh, journey and i think people are hesitant to put in that much of their own private uh, uh, endorsements into this this line also the government needs i think to do more to uh encourage the private sector and other uh, uh forms of people uh to encourage them in whichever way i don't know what the ways are i can't spell out but there will be methods where i think if we get if they give encouragement to the private sector people will make the effort to come in it cannot be uh done with one person for sure it needs it needs uh, a few giant steps of course i think the government has also talked about very recently mr modi has talked about setting up one of the largest endeavors to set up a uh a, a public uh museum where the south block and north block are and that's a very very interesting concept to be going into and i'm sure they will deliver on that so there are things that are going to be very exciting for art and culture but what is important is the interest that people must get mm-hmm. i find delhi's interest in uh, art and culture is much less than in say calcutta or bombay uh i think maybe because it's bureaucratic uh, center of of the country um uh, that has an emphasis a bit like washington dc and new york but uh if you go to calcutta or bombay i find their interest in art is a lot more so that i think will at some stage permeate here as well i mean i find people are happier going to malls then coming to a museum and that is something that we need to change no i think i think you're right it's a, you know it's a virtuous circle right so if you have more people coming into museums you'll find more corporates willing to invest into that you know and also what you mentioned rightly you know government being able to give some fiscal incentives right whether you are if you're specifically contributing to some specific sectors and you know one of the key pillars of the soft power that you did mention uh, you know which is being incorporated into this larger vision for india at 100 is around you know of course arts and culture tourism sports and i think you will see you know more incentives coming in from governments both nationally as well as you know at a state level and you know even districts because i think there is so much culture kiran you know at a at a local level in india and it's so different across different states so you know we need to figure out how people can promote you know culture and arts at pretty much every level you know how do you how do we see indian artisans how they how do their products actually get sold better in in india very often we find a large number of global people interested in that and of course we have to connect you know the the supply chain in a manner so i think there's a lot to art and culture you know that uh, we will need to work on you know over these next 25 years uh but when we when we talk of local like and I, it's very nice to raise bombay and you raise calcutta as you know the cities where a lot can happen a lot more interest is available but do you see that happening in 
maybe more cities? Do you see it happening in tier two, tier three cities? Uh, how do you foresee we can help shape that? No, there are uh, other. I, I only uh, talked about the larger uh, uh, areas, but of course there are smaller places where art and culture is is being harnessed. But the other point I'd like to make is, as far as tourism is concerned, I think the heritage we have, we haven't really promoted it to the best of our capabilities. I think if Singapore has a larger tourist uh, inflow than India, then obviously there's somewhere that we haven't delivered on what we have. Look at the heritage we have. Look at the, I mean, in terms of uh, the places like Humpy or uh, or any any of these places, which could be promoted uh, with more fervor and make that tourism plan and endeavor that we get people from abroad. We get more people. Of course, people do come. I'm not saying, but I don't think it's adequate. So that's one area I think when we look at economic growth that it will help if we get art and culture as two major areas that we can promote to get tourists in. Also domestic tourists. It's not just foreign tourists. It's also getting the uh, the people of India much more interested. So I think these are areas if we are able to build on. It will be a great uh, service to the next 25 years. Yeah, no, I think I think we need to, you know, we need to do a lot more PR, a lot more advertising about, you know, the richness of the heritage that we have in India, both globally as well as even within India, right? Many times people don't realize the importance of certain places or, you know, they get limited to, you know, certain spots itself. But there is so much richness, right, in, in, in just visiting and learning and experiencing, you know, different things in, in, in different areas. Uh, and I think digital and media and all will play a pretty large role. You know, coming to museums and art and, you know, there's a lot around digital art these days, uh, you know, digital being a great vehicle, right, to, to be able to, you know, spread uh, art better. As a matter of fact, now we also have digital art that gets valuable. What are your thoughts around some of these new technology and art? How does that kind of come together? Well, I think, you know, during uh, COVID, we learned a lot more about digital art because mm -hmm. we, were for, we were sort of uh, forced to look at those ways of promoting our art and the shows we were doing at the museum, uh, shows that we had done in the past, we were able to show them uh, in the way in, in digital, digitally. And so therefore it started a new sort of um, area that we could look at and which has become very important. People are following art now in the digital way, not just visiting a museum, but keeping in touch with what's happening digitally. So I think that is very important. And I think as time goes on, it will become more important. Um, I think if you look at art in the West also, there is a big emphasis on the digital medium. So I think that is going to make a difference to us. You know, we've been connected through one of our businesses with 
large number of Gen Zs, you know, and these are who we always say as digital always generation, right? They step out of the digital world and to the real world once in a while. That that generation, you know, the consumption, the way you you know present culture, the way you present art. You know, there are so many mediums, right, to make it interactive, especially you talk to children, you know, how do you get, you know, bring in creativity. So I think there's a huge opportunity in, you know, jobs and others getting created just to, you know, support the growth of art, you know, in India, right. And and art always has generated curiosity, creativity, uh, and as a part of that, you know, makes it by default very inclusive. Uh, as well, you know, so, so, so how do you see some of these skill sets, right? Because that we need to nurture, because I know you do a lot with, you know, children and you, you mentioned, you know, even backward children, right? Uh, in, in different parts of, of the country. So how, how do we foster better creativity? How do we get more people to look at this um, in a more interesting manner? Well, uh, you know, when I, uh, when I look at what we are doing in terms of education, we have, uh, that has been one of the main stages of the foundation and somehow art is also a part of that education, uh, which I think is important. But we're doing a lot with, um, with children from backward, uh, underdeveloped uh, families, family incomes of less than 100,000. We have boarding, two boarding schools, which have been set up for um, these families where children have uh, come in and we started this about uh, I think 11, 12 years ago and the students have today gone to places like Harvard, they've gone to Stanford, we managed to get this to grow but those kids also when I go and look at what they're studying there is such an interest in art there as well. In these sort of un, uh, children from, and it's mainly UP that we are concentrating on. And these children from UP have such a, uh, their own uh, finesse of drawing and painting, which has come from within their own, uh, their own, their own selves. And they have taken to that. So we encourage that and uh, we have uh, art programs, we have uh, competitions, we, we do try and do any, everything at every level, not just for the super uh, affluent or people in good schools. We do it at every level and try and encourage these kids to come in and yeah. also at government, at government school level as well. No, I think, I think what you mentioned, you know, this uniqueness that different children will bring from different, you know, states and different cultures based on the way they see the world from their vintage point is, is so important today, right? Because it, it's, that's what's going to shape the future of this country, right? The way, you know, 1.4 billion imagine the next 25 years is what will create it, right? You can't create something that you can't imagine. So yeah, and I think art it. also empowers people to imagine, right? I mean, exactly. So the, it allows them to dream. Yes, I mean, your, your title, yes. that I have a dream, yeah. I think is really, really re reflective in art yeah. and in culture. Because yeah. there is the dream. That is a dream that we can all have uh, uniformly. And 
see how we can deliver in the next 25 years a new heritage to india i have to say you know sports was another area that india didn't really um have such a great um uh, maybe cricket was of course one very important sport but other sports were at the back burner but this asian games have shown how it has grown in the last uh, 10 7 8 years sports has really grown and similarly i think we can imagine that art and culture will also see this happening and will find a, a far greater response from the people of india to deliver to us to all of us what we need yeah no and you know art can get what you rightly said can get expressed in multiple ways right it can be a narrative it can be a dream you know performing arts we have such richness you know in our country whether it's theater music dance right and i think all of that you know in some shape and form can be kind of grown and emphasized along with sport and tourism you know as we continue to build you know for the next generation so i i i think there is a a lot of uh, there is a unifying thread you know across all of these soft powers uh, that can you know definitely shape you know the future of india you know uh, very very differently you know moving moving to another topic uh, kiran uh, and you know we have to talk a little bit about you know um, uh, the role of women leadership right and women empowerment in a country where you know 50% of our population is 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 that gender uh, you know i think i think it's it's again like what you say the to accelerate the pace of a lot of this change you know we always say that we don't have enough women in the in the workforce today right when it comes to india particularly uh, from an industry perspective and all but when it comes to art and culture and you know in that is that an area where one can emphasize a larger role for a uh, women i don't know i mean i'm just putting up an open question to you to how do you see you know uh, the role of women because you're a you're an you know you're an uh, idol to many many women out there so how how do you see women shaping the future of not only art and culture but india over the next 25 years well let me talk specifically about art and culture for a minute for many many years especially in the, in the field of art the male domination was much stronger but over the last 10 years or so i think there's been a great amount of women artists who have come in to this field and have become very dominant and very important so it's not just male artists it is a lot of women artists who are doing great work not only art but also in the field of culture in the field of music in the field of dance I have to tell you, the Kirnada Museum of Art is a very, very heavily woman-oriented. Uh, KNM has got a much more emphasis on women uh, working for us, uh, and we are doing very well. So, of course, they are. I'm not going to cut down and say there are no men. They are. but we not because we tried to get more women we just have had a plethora of good people who are from the female gender and that's great to have and it's 
lovely to work with them so i think we don't need to divide male female i think we need to look at the importance of the uh, the person who who is able to de- deliver on the job mm-hmm. of course we have uh, an answer to make to the many many years that women were not given the same importance but you know this is also there when we look at uh, the dalits when we look at the tri- you know tribals when we look at the underprivileged in that sense they were also not given their fair share but we have tried to countries trying to answer these things for them and similarly for women i think it's growing naturally many more women are coming into especially into the field of art and culture mm-hmm. so i have i am full of enthusiasm as far as that is concerned no i think that's very encouraging to hear and you know what you said that if you have seen this big change and shift in the last 10 years i think it is important for us to continue to keep that momentum up motivate more accelerate you know that pace ultimately what you say you know whoever is the best will do it better of course i am i am of a clear opinion women do most things much better than men uh, but that's a, a a different conversation for a different day but you know i think the point is that we have to see how we can you know look at art and culture also in a very inclusive manner right i mean you know because there is some underlying sentiment that that makes this you know uh, uh, inclusive right if we really look at the four eyes that we talk of when we are talking of investment uh you know what we talk of arts and culture is the investment really in infrastructure right how do we get enough infrastructure uh to be able to build uh, you know the right kind of museums etc whatever is needed to get more artists etc that you mentioned you know how do we really have a, a india centric but international outlook you know how do we also uh, look at uh, you know areas like uh, uh inclusive development for this sector and and at the end of the day you know this is one thing that has to be done with great levels of integrity right do you see all of these things actually coming together over these next 20 25 years and and if at all you know any examples that 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 you want to share you know which you think have has stand out from an india perspective uh, because you know you've had such a large global exposure in this space right uh, Uh, how do we really compare when we are you know when we are positioned globally what can we do better uh, are there any learnings and things like that well you know there are a lot of learnings but it's very difficult to compare india uh, let's say with the us or with one of the more uh, developed countries i think the closest we can go to uh, uh, a comparison would be again something that maybe not not be taken very well but would be with china because we both both the countries come from a very rich heritage but china has developed art and culture in a phenomenal way they have encouraged private museums i think in beijing itself there are about 100 private museums um that has not happened just naturally that people have built i think it has been encouraged by what the government has done while i don't hold any 
great i don't recommend china in any way that's not what i'm trying to do i'm just saying that these two countries have some commonality you know when uh, when we had the the financial crisis uh in 2008 uh, where the what was that called the the the, the global financial crisis global financial yeah at that time indian art and chinese art was roughly at the same price mm-hmm. i think today they are at least at least 50 uh, by 50 times more uh getting much more for their artists than we are able to get so it just shows the growth of chinese art that has taken place also the collectors of chinese art are mainly from china in india we don't have a very very large collector base it is still it's there but it's should be much larger we should get many more collectors interested in indian art and start collecting it because it's something that you know you can have a great home and you can build have a great uh, property but having the art of your country in it is something also that is important no i think that's a that's a you know great uh, thought and i think we have 250 million households you know and if each one had one at least one piece of art representative of of india or of indian art in their homes i think is itself a, a large a contribution that you know people can make and it's more about you know understanding and you know being able to appreciate what you have at home right it's also something that you can talk about uh, i know it may not happen but that's a great dream to have you know a kiran uh, for these 25 years can every single home in india you know have a piece of art in there printed by an indian you know and it doesn't uh, have to it doesn't have to be something which is uh, exorbitantly expensive it you can maybe you paint something yourself yeah. it just shows an interest you may take in in saying that art is important to me i would like to have it in my home yeah. no and i think what we were talking earlier right like when you imagine it it's the dream you know it's putting that to paper right or to whatever canvas or expressing it in any shape and form i think is is also a great way to promote you know culture so when we talk of how industry government and others can work together i think taking a larger vision like an aspirational vision like this i think it's come up in our conversation could be something we could definitely explore and you know each each uh, one can take you know this is something one can do at a neighborhood level you know to ensure that okay in my neighborhood how do we get different kinds of you know art things into people's homes how do they basically what you rightly said it's not the cost or it's not that how do you create a culture yeah. of appreciating art participating in art and making that happen right yeah I, i mean even yeah. in in local neighborhoods running some uh, art courses or doing maybe uh, you know you do carpentry or you do uh, clay or you do workshops or you do or you start looking at tribal art the tribal art has such a rich culture now and tribal art is really coming into its own 
which is very good which is i think another aspect uh postmodern contemporary and our miniatures and, and they're really important but tribal art is also getting uh, a certain importance in india which is very good no i think i think art what you rightly said connects to people from many many different ways right and i think that's what you know it doesn't matter how it connects to an individual or to a person but if every household and every indian can can actually do that and i think it will also create a new generation of uh, artists and uh, people who will participate in making that their livelihood right i mean in terms of numbers and that kiran i think for a size of our population we are probably much less invested in that and maybe your example of china was also because they had a lot more chinese artists who delivered great quality of work that you know collectors came in right so how does that ecosystem really work or shape up i don't think it's that no. i think it was it started with of course they had uh, maybe more contemporary artists i don't know that more but uh, i think their a population was maybe at a uh, had more uh, investment capabilities mm. and they looked at the situation that in new york say if you have a million dollar apartment you own a million dollar apartment you will have art worth 5 million that is that is the truth of the matter so maybe the chinese uh, investors looked at that and said oh art is an important asset class in india we never looked at art we looked at jewelry as an asset class we looked at uh, other aspects but art was not an important asset class and i think in this next five years i think people are going to understand that art is an important asset class yeah, and and i think if you see the way value of art has appreciated especially good art i think it it uh, you know far uh, outpaces many other forms of investment right? exactly so, so so i know i know a lot of wealth managers and others nowadays talk about art as an investment uh, any any thoughts around around how again is that something that is sustainable that can grow you really can see large numbers of people investing in art more as an investment uh, uh, besides the passion and the uh, culture for that has to it's going to be part investment and part uh a love for the art yeah. i've just come back from mumbai mumbai had its first mumbai art uh, fair mm. it was a great success it was fantastically organized they had about 50 odd galleries uh, who who were participating the first day they had i think 5000 people a day visiting mm. uh from very young from very when i say very young i mean 20 25 year old people who were interested to start looking at art collecting as something they'd like to do to uh, people who were interested in art for themselves so it was it was really a fantastic uh five days that was spent there and now the delhi art fair comes up um in uh, and the january so all these things are going to definitely continue to make it importance for collectors and i do see that aspect growing definitely 
No, and as our per capita income over these next 25 years will increase, you know, because we are, we are looking at a very high economic growth rate. I think the disposable income for people will also, you know, enable yeah. more purchase in art. And, you know, where you rightly said is the love of art along with an investment, which kind of makes this a more, you know, a proposition that is hard to resist and maybe one can push for. So I think there are many angles to how art can really, uh, you know, continue to grow over these uh, uh, next, you know, 25 years. I mean, we can, you know, keep talking, Kiran, and uh, never have an end to conversations like this. Uh, but I see that we have a few minutes left. But, you know, I think I think two things I really want you to, uh, you know, to, to, to share. One is really about if you were to uh, talk to, you know, uh, upcoming artists, curators, you know, all those who are playing a role in the in the world of art and culture in India today, right? What would your message be? Because it's not only really about doing it for India, but I think India has today a position to be able to shape a large part of the global narrative, you know, and, 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 and the rest of the world. Art is very positive. So, so what would your message be to that community? Okay, so my message would be, I mean, twofold. One is, of course, to the artists, curators, and people who are involved with the Indian art uh, scene, how they should see the growth pattern and how should they get involved in a larger way, etc. But the other bit would be to young collectors, that they should look at art not only as an investment and say, oh, three years later, what will this art be worth? I don't think that is the essence of collecting. Essence of collecting is looking at the art, saying, I really like it. And would it be worth something five years later? So while you look at those two aspects, you give the emphasis on the first one. So that is my advice to collectors. But as far as the artists and the uh, sort of people like curators and uh, as far as they are concerned, I think they have a role to play. And I think a lot of them today are playing. There is a lot more, lot more people who are coming in to this world. I mean, to get a good curator is very tough. <laughs> we are looking for, uh, with the new museum being set up. We are looking for a lot of people to employ. It's not easy to find the people. So they need to be trained. They need to uh, grow. And of course, there is going to be a lot of employment opportunities which will come. So I think I think the next 25 years in the art world are going to be very exciting. Oh, lovely. And you know, we'll, we'll, we'll end this conversation with, uh, with one question with two parts. Uh, you know, I just thought it would be good for us to know what what is your favorite piece of art that you own or you have? I know it's very hard to pick between many that you are very, which are very close to your heart. And second part to that question is that if you had to put an artist's impression or something, right? What would that be? I mean, I know very hard to describe in words, but you know, if you had to put something out there, what what would you describe that that to be? And we'll end with that. Okay, the first part is it's like uh, it's like ch uh, saying who's your favorite child. <laughs> but yes, you do well, have, so you do have a favorite. Child. So I'll tell you the artists who are really, really important to me. One is one is Ravi Varma. I have some wonderful works of his, 
and i i think he's he's uh, uh early uh, late well early 20th century artist um and out of the progressives i think i have a special place for suza i have and suza and uh, actually suza raza and hussein these three progressive have played a a great role in my collecting that i have done i mean i could tell you that my favorite uh Suz, suza's work is maybe um hmm that's difficult uh okay my favorite raza's work is easier it's um it's a work that i was one of the first works that i acquired sarashtra so and i think my favorite uh, husain work is ganga jamuna saraswati so these are the two two works and uh, of course suza's work is the birth so these are these are three artists and then ravi varma i think my my most uh, in, uh, favorite work is radha in the moonlight so i named four works which are very important but there are lots and yeah. i haven't named any of the uh, uh, contemporary because then i could go on and on no no i i i fully understand and just within these words that you have used there's so much of culture right which we talk of ganga jamuna saras i mean so much of india just in this and i mean if you go into hundreds of those it just shows the you know the connection see, between art these artists these artists the progressives took a lot out of uh, out of looking at our miniature tradition yeah, and right. that was the inspiration in a lot of yeah. it so it it was it's been a fantastic journey yeah. for them as well i can imagine and if you were to paint the canvas and, and oh. looking you know uh, which would which we can all see uh, what would what would that be i i sadly don't have any art uh, painting skills so i'm not going to put myself there because i i can't paint for peanuts okay so maybe maybe we will put a real great positive picture of india you know uh, and oh. work towards shaping that and maybe hope that that is something that you will 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 you know will adorn your walls and the walls of 250 million homes as we said you know uh, something that represents this country that is you know representative of our culture and really you know uh, give it the due importance that this whole space deserves kiran has been a just an absolute pleasure chatting with you ajan thank uh, you very much for the conversation uh, and and look forward to uh, you know to to working closer with you as we build you know a lot of these things we have discussed you know collectively Uh, and see how we can partner to to enhance this this field you know i don't know 25 years later if i'll still be around but i just want to say that i want this i want the kirnada museum of art to be a heritage for for many many years beyond my lifetime and be there for all time for people to see and so absolutely and we'll make sure that that happens irrespective but i'm sure you'll be a part of this process uh, as 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 we continue to build this narrative uh, you know for india and i'm sure you know uh, the the museum will be representative of that so thank you again thank, thank you thank you very much thank you for listening to cii podcasts 